Hi guys! Hello everyone! Welcome back to Two Way Mirror Podcast. I feel like a while we haven't been. Well, haven't <laughs> it's seen just because you. we don't work together <laughs> yeah. anymore, so it so feels weird. like it's been forever. Yeah. But yeah, we'll get used to this being the new normal. It'll be yeah. okay. I had to talk about ghosts and aliens and freak out a new uh, coworker this week because I didn't have the person to talk about. So. Okay, well you can't start a podcast with him. <laughs> definitely, definitely not. She is, she's definitely not interested in uh, aliens, so we can't. God, that sucks. I you mean, should like, quit. <laughs> you should quit. Quit, come back. God, that would that would be an interesting episode of everything happening. God, me coming back to. Work. I would yeah. just. <laughs> I would rather work at Arby's. Oh, okay. <laughs> I still work there. I mean, I mean, in my position and what I was doing, it just yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My position, I'm happy. Well, that's good. I'm but really I, happy. You also worked there longer than me. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, a whole year before you came in. But. Yeah. So. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> this is um, I'm Masada and this is Oh Chloe. yeah, yeah. We always Sorry. forget that. I know because we, we just know forget. our normal listeners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, um, guys, we're in a bunch of different countries that are listening. It's like probably one person <laughs> in those countries, but like. Hey, people are listening. So Hell I'm yeah. I'm happy. Yeah, it's like people, I don't know anyone in Spain or Australia. Me either. Or Ireland. I'm like, hell yeah. So anyway, um, today we're going to be talking about a case that is, it's very near and dear to my heart because mm-hmm. I've been following it from the beginning. How long, how, how long? It's was technically been going on, I would say like officially since like September of 2019, Jesus. but I, the public weren't really made aware of it being a big deal until I would say like January. Okay. Was when it got made big. Um, but yeah, I've been following it since about then. So when I say that this case is near and dear to my heart, it's just because I've been following it. It also stresses me the fuck out because <laughs> yeah. of how much happens, how convoluted everything is, mm-hmm. and just the sheer fuckery of it all, and just. It's just, oh my God, it pisses me off so much. So what's the case? So the case is about Lori Vallow and Chad Daybell. Very current one. (coughs) Oh my God. She either gave me Corona. (coughs) No, I just choked on air. Oh yeah, and the grease from the pizza. Mm -hmm. No, this was different than that because my (laughs) eyes are watering. (laughs) Oh my God. We're not editing that out. (laughs) So, anyway, yeah, this is a very current case. The trial is kind of ongoing. It's scheduled for this time next year, so summer of 2021. Mm -hmm. But we just got, I would say it's been solved for the most part as of last month. It's been solved in that we know where people are, but we don't know why, and that's it. Of the kids. 
So that's good. Yes. So we just have to know, like, yeah, the why. The why yeah. did they do this? Well, I know it's like she's like a god or something in some. <laughs> okay, cauldron. okay. This is my podcast, <laughs> ma'am. I did this episode. You're getting into it. I mean, I've just been hearing about this weird case since, like, I think maybe a while now, and yeah, it's just like it's insane. And I'm here to tell you about it. Yes, tell me the details, Chloe. I'm. Real, I want to say, guys, that I tried my best as far as structure goes, but I think if if you're a if you're familiar with the case and b if you're not and just as you listen, you already know or you will realize how fucking convoluted and complicated this case is. Ugh. So the structure is very difficult to nail yeah. down because there are so many things happening at the same time as other things, or this happened there, but it better suits this section. It's so confusing. It's just a hard one to, it's not a linear case. It's very hard to do. Mm. So um, I want to, go ahead and let you guys know I made a tree of sorts that kind of explains the main players in this case and how they're connected to each other and for how long and who is dead what order they died in and that all that stuff and that will be on the website so if you are not familiar with this case I strongly encourage you to visit our website, twowaymirrorpod.com, mm-hmm. T-W-O-W-A-Y-M-I-R-R-O-R-P-O-D.com. I'm a fucking pro at that now, yep. by the way. Yep. Um, <laughs> check that out because I'm going to post that. It is hard to follow along this case without visuals. Yeah, I'm just so, looking at some of these people's faces, and I'm like, yes. I'm like, Chad, of course you, like, decided that this was going to be, like, yeah. or something. So, you guys, if you're not familiar with this case, if this is the first time you're hearing of it, please go to the website and look mm. at this, because you're going to be very confused if you don't. <laughs> um, but if you already know it, you already know the main players. Um, so, with that being said, I'm just going to quickly run through the tree before okay. I get started. So let's start with let's start with Chad. That's the easiest one. He's very by himself. So Chad Daybell is ugly. <laughs> True uh, though. Yeah. Um he was married to a woman named Tammy Daybell for twenty eight years and they had five children. And I'm not gonna talk about who's dead yet. So don't spoil that. Everybody knows, though. No, some people might not know. Amber had no idea. I mean, okay, okay. Don't spoil it, but it's like... So Chad Daybell was married to Tammy Daybell for 28 years, and they had five children. That's Chad. He and Lori Vallow got married in November of 2019. So let's talk about Lori. She has a bunch of siblings, but the only one that matters for the this case is Alex Cox, who at the very, I would say at the very end of, the, of his involvement of the case, got married to a woman named Zulema. Um, okay. I'm not 
They were married for 13 days. I'm not going to say how that marriage ended. I mean, once you know your your uh, yeah. sister-in-law is a freaking child murderer, then I, I guess I would leave too. <laughs> no, that's not... You'll find out. You'll find out. So then Lori uh, had one of her siblings has a child named Melanie Pulowski, formerly Boudreaux. And she's like a grown ass adult. Um, But that's her niece. And she's involved in this case. She was married to her first husband, Brandon Boudreaux. I could not find for how long anywhere. I was even searching like court records and stuff and I couldn't find it. But they had four children. So they were married for at least four times, nine months. So you never know. You can get married. Yeah, but they're all Mormons. So probably not. Is that the reason why this is all happening? (laughs) No, 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 (laughs) no. Nobody from the LDS will change or will claim them. And even like the LDS extremist groups that aren't claimed by the LDS will not claim these people. That's how fucking bonkers they went. So anyway, Melanie and her husband, Brandon, got divorced. And then she married Ian Pulaski in November of 2019. So that's Lori's siblings and, well, uh, God, sorry guys. Her brother and her niece. Lori has been married a total of five times so far. Okay. I would not be surprised if while she's sitting in jail, she and Chad get divorced and she marries someone else. She's such a fucking psycho. It happens. So she married someone when she was like a kid, basically not a kid, but like 19 or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then she married someone else. Didn't work out. Then she married Joseph Ryan Jr., who was her third husband. They were together for three years. He had two sons from his first marriage, and they together had her first and only biological child, Tylee Ryan, who is 17 at the time of this case. And then... um, Their marriage ends one way or another. I'll tell you about that. And um, she marries Charles Vallow, and she's married to him for 13 years. They don't have any children together, um, but he adopt, well, they together adopt Charles' great nephew, basically. So basically. Yeah. Charles has this sister, Kay Woodcock, who's married to Larry Woodcock, and they're main players in this too, but on the good side. And um, her child had a child, and it was JJ. The mm-hmm. parents were not fit, so Lori and... Well, I didn't mean to yawn, I'm sorry. No, you're fine. <laughs> so Lori and Charles uh, adopted JJ, who is aut- uh, autistic, I believe, Um, but yeah, he's just a gorgeous little boy. So that's basically the tree. God. And see, that's even so fucking psychotic. So you guys need to look at this diagram that I made. It helps on the website. Yes. It helps. It helps lay it out. I think. Okay. So let's go ahead and get into it. But first a word from our sponsor anchor. 
Thank you for listening to a word from our sponsor, Anchor, and now back to the podcast. Okay, so let's go ahead and jump into it by talking about Chad Daybell and a little bit of his background. So Chad Daybell was born August 11th in 1968 in Provo, Utah. He married Tammy Douglas in Mantee, Utah on March 9th, 1990. He graduated from Brigham Young University in 1992 with a Bachelor of Arts in Journalism and worked, among other jobs, as a cemetery sexton, which is also referred to as a grave digger. (laughs) In 2004, he founded Spring Creek Book Company, devoted to his end times fiction and end other time. religious books. End time. He sounds like a fun guy. Yeah. I would love He's to He's always focused, in, focused in on the fucking end of the world. Hey, God. He's, he has a busy life, apparently. He's probably a fucking pessimist, though. He's like, man, well, it's all going to end anyway. I mean, I think that that's very obvious given the case. So anyway, um, Chad and Tammy had five children, Garth, Emma, Seth, Leah, and Mark. In 2015, Daybell claimed he heard a voice telling him to relocate to Rexburg, Idaho. He and Tammy moved there from Springville, Utah that June. So June 2015, they're freshly in Rexburg, Idaho. Okay. All right. So that's a little bit of background about him. Let's go ahead to Lori, who has a tiny bit more. So Lori Valla was born on June 26, 1973 in San Bernardino, California. At the age of 19, she married her high school boyfriend, Nelson Yanes, in 1992, and the marriage ended in divorce shortly after it began. At age 22, she married a 23-year-old William Lagoya in Travis County, Texas on October 22, 1995. She and Lagoya had a son, Colby, in 1996 before divorcing on February 25, 1998. Okay, I just realized that I made a mistake earlier. So, sorry, Tylee. I meant that Tylee was her only biological child with joseph she did have another biological child colby but those are her only two children my bad but colby isn't really super involved in this because he's already yeah he didn't die and he's already (laughs) moved out so anyway so they had him in 1996 before divorcing in 1998 in 2001 lori married joseph anthony ryan jr Ryan legally adopted Colby before the couple had a daughter, Tylee, born in 2002. Ryan filed for divorce on August 13, 2004. The divorce was finalized on May 18, 2005. In 2007, in Travis County, Texas, Ryan was attacked by Lori's brother, Alex Cox, who tasered him and threatened to murder him. Why? Yeah. Yep. Why? Cox pled guilty and was sentenced to 90 days in jail, which Mm. he served in Austin, Texas. Joseph Ryan died 11 days later. Sorry, not 11 days later. 11 years later. 11 years later, guys. Holy shit. That would be some shit. Yeah, he would definitely. I mean, there's definitely stuff like that later on, but it wasn't quite that bad this, this early on. So, sorry, Joseph Ryan died 11 years later on April 3rd, 2018 from a myocardial infraction. 
Mm. I think that's a misspelling. It says infarction, but let me know, guys. (laughs) I don't fucking know. Okay, so on February 24th, 2006, 282 days after her previous divorce, this bitch married Charles Vallow and converted to the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Charles Vallow and his former wife, Cheryl Wheeler, had two sons, Nicholas and Zachary. In 2013, the couple adopted Vallow's grandnephew, Joshua Jackson, also known as J.J. Vallow, who was born in 2012. It doesn't give his actual birth date. Then um, the two, so Lori and Charles and whatever, their, their kids and whatnot, moved to Kauai in late 2014, which is an island in Hawaii. Yeah. So here's where the timeline starts getting together, okay? Mm-hmm. Around 2015, Lori Vallow read Daybell's Standing in Holy Places series of books, becoming obsessed with them, according to a friend. After about two and a half years in Hawaii, the Vallow family moved to Arizona. Why? I don't fucking know. <laughs> Who would want to do that? On December 5th, 2018, she first joined Daybell on the podcast Preparing a People and would continue to do so. Oh, did she move there for him? Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> well, they were in Arizona. They weren't in Idaho yet. Okay. But they started a podcast. She, no, 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 no. They were on. They were guests on the podcast. Okay. The preparing a people podcast has since deleted all of the episodes oh. that they were in together because they're like, yo, these fuckers. We do not associate with them. They're probably on YouTube if you want to look at them. Oh, I'm sure they're there. But anyway. In February 2019, so basically she started reading his stuff and became obsessed with them. And then she was like, well, let's move closer. But it looks like they just moved to Arizona. But she's like, I'm going to join this podcast and I'm going to co-host with him sometimes. So she, she just became obsessed and was like, fuck yeah, Chad Daybell, hell yes. So there's something in her marriage that she did not uh, receive, Charles. <laughs> what the hell? No, I think, I mean, she... She Chad ever is her exhibit? fifth husband, so I think she just kind of bounces around. I don't think it has anything to do with the Like, husband. did she ever, like, have, like, any past, like, you know, you know, instances where this behavior now would, you know, not justify, but, like, you know, it's not surprising that this is we, what's happening. I think life. stuff, I think more stuff about, like, maybe her childhood potentially mm. would come into play, like, in the case eventually. Yeah, I but can't wait to hear about what has, like, happened. So far, to, you know, so far, all we know is that it's religious motivation well, and religious obsession. They're not so, going to use mental health issues for this one. <laughs> I mean, they probably will. Yeah, well, unfortunately, we don't know enough right now. Okay. Because they wouldn't even fucking tell anything until Where we actually Where are they getting charged? What I'll state? tell you. Just what state? What state? They're getting charged um, at? Hold on. I think just Idaho because... What if Idaho is, has a... Yeah, I think Idaho. Death penalty still. I don't know. Okay, sorry. We can talk about that at the end. Go right So, in. okay. So this is 2015 and they moved to Arizona and then 2018 they're on the pot on a podcast together yeah. and yeah 
So she's like, oh my how, God. <laughs> how so, was like the podcast? Was it like really, you know, popular with people or was it just like a I'm not very sure. small crowd of people were listening to it? I'm not sure. So from what I understand, there's like Mormonism. Yeah. And then there's the people... Like, there's a subgroup of that that are the people that are like, the world's fucking ending, oh. <laughs> and that's yeah. what this group is. So it's, I think, a lot smaller than Mormonism as a whole. And then beyond that, it goes further into Lori and Chad. So did he have followers? Or is it just like Lori, like, really obsessed with this guy who had some... He like, had insane. some followers, but okay. she was, like, the was number, number one okay. fan. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, That's so fun. she, oh, God. And, and Lori is an attractive middle-aged woman, and you know. She's very pretty, so I will say somebody that. who looks like Chad, seeing this woman move across the, you know, country to. For him. Yeah, for him. He's probably loving that attention. Yeah, especially with his fucking chin. It, <laughs> God, I mean, he has a weird chin, you guys. Yeah. Look it up. He, he's, a, he's a normal, you know, guy. No. You would probably see 50 of them if you walk in Walmart. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's very ugly. Very middle America, you know, dad. And not like a not like a Yeah, but dad, he has a, like, I don't know. He has like a really creepy face to me, but it might just be my bias kind of, coming from af- after knowing everything that they did. He kind of looks like, okay, I don't remember what TV show or movie it was from, but it was a movie that looks like it was like a, an actual pig, like a pig. He looks like a pig, but it's from a movie. I can't remember. The Are movie. you? Was it a Nickelodeon movie? It might have been. It like a claymation like mask on a person, but they were like pigs. Oh. I don't know. But that's what it looks like. Like Wallace and Gromit, but not. Wait, like claymation. A human, like a human like uh, mask. I don't. You know what? I was with you, but I fucking don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> I thought I did, but no. Maybe I'll find it. We can put it up on the website. <laughs> he's. A, he just. He's, he's, yeah. So looking at Laurie and looking at him, you can tell that he's very happy with the attention. Yeah. And probably is excited about this woman, um, you know, thinking he's, This you know, woman the, throwing herself at him. Basically, yeah. basically. I mean, she's very pretty. Too bad she she's is. a cunt. So. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> she's a psychopath. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. God. God, I just hate them so much. <laughs> Okay, so she's, like, so excited that they're on the podcast. Um, So, oh, so what I was saying is, like, there's Mormonism, and then there's, I don't know if you can call that group that's, like, of, like, preparing for the end of times. I don't know if that's considered extreme. I I don't know if that's considered an extremist group. Do they have, like, a date? That's like way They better. thought this summer, and honestly, the way the world's looking, I they mean, might be right. They, they could but, be something. But, um, and then beyond that, so basically, they're an extremist, extremist group. Mm-hmm. They're like the extremists won't claim them. Yikes. Like, that's, that's how good, fucking that's psychotic they are. So, yeah, just so everybody's aware, they are not claimed by the Church of Mormonism. Or even the preparing of people, people, that's hard to like, whatever. The The preparing of people, people, yes. Okay. The podcast people who are kind of extremists in the religion, they're they're not even claimed by the 
crazy sub not a, no offense but crazy yeah. subgroups did they that's how wacko they are when did like the podcast end was it before all of like the charges like where are the kids no Nobody no no, knows no. Where this the isn't kids. their podcast i mean like when did they stop like being on the podcast were they on it like when the kids like nobody knows where the kids are where are the kids they that would be insane to listen to them (laughs) i don't think that they were on it once the kids were like missing okay um that would be interesting to listen to i feel like they were only on a couple episodes together i know he was on several episodes Mm. without her um but i think that they i could be wrong but i'm pretty sure that by September of 2019, they were no longer on. Okay. Yeah. So they, but they were just guest, guest appearances and whatever, which is so fucking crazy. Anyway, so they moved to, so she moves to Arizona because she's obsessed with Chad Daybell and she's like, anywhere I can get close to him, even though it's not Idaho, but she's like, I'm going to, I've got to go back to the States at least. Yeah. And then she's on the podcast with him and they're becoming like friends and she's like his <laughs> biggest fucking fan. God. And in February of 2019, Charles Vallow said, well, okay, according to Charles Vallow, mm-hmm. Lori said she no longer cared about him or JJ. And that she was the reincarnated wife of Joseph Smith before vanishing for 58 days. You would think Charles would just wish that she had come to him instead instead saying, I cheated on you with this Chad and I went a divorce. You would think that, that would... <laughs> It just goes God. even higher than, you know, normal crazy. It just goes, yeah, you know, she's like, hey, I don't give a fuck about you. And I back, like, I'm the true, my true form is God. Joseph Smith's wife, which, guys, we looked up Joseph Smith, and he is the founder, creator and founder of Mormonism yeah. and the Latter-day Saint movement. And he's the one who wrote the Book of Mormon. So. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, take a break. That's just a lot. That's that's just a small sentence that is already a lot to unpack. Did did JJ just when I'm guessing these Lori and Charles divorced, and then JJ went with his? No, you have no idea yet. I have no idea. Yeah, I'm just like, just just how did she get the kid? Just wait. I I I promise. I promise. I'll tell you. My head's going like 50 miles an hour right now. Yeah. All right, well, let's just get into it so I'm not keeping you waiting. Okay. So, that same month, so this bitch vanishes for 58 days after saying all that shit. That same month, Charles Vallow filed for divorce, saying that his wife had threatened to murder him, which she (laughs) did because she said, and it doesn't say it on here, but she told him, she was like, if you get in the way of my end of times planning, I will kill you. She fucking said that. (laughs) She's like, God. That's insane. So, um, so she threatened to murder him. She took $35,000 from their joint bank accounts and stole his truck. (laughs) But then he removed the petition for divorce one month later in March, 2019, saying that he wanted to try to make their marriage work, which let's not judge him for that. I mean, I would. (laughs) I know, but. 
you know it's not that i mean come on guy i he threatened she threatened you gotta go you gotta go gotta go just let's be sensitive because there's stuff you don't know yet so let's just wait (laughs) um as of september 23rd 2019 a doorbell video of J.J. Vallow playing with his friend is the last video of him taken. Aww. Rexburg's Kennedy Elementary School is the last confirmed place he was seen. On September 24, 2019, Lori Vallow contacted J.J.'s school to tell, him, to tell them that she was withdrawing him, claiming she would be homeschooling him. Tylee Ryan was last seen September 8th, 2019 at Yellowstone National Park with her brother JJ and her mother Lori Vallow and her uncle Alex Cox, Lori's brother. Chad Daybell had become incommunicado, last speaking with filmmaker Tenet Devin K. Hansen. Sorry, God. <laughs> Devin K. I had a fucking stroke. Devin K. Hansen via text messaging. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. In October, two Venmo payments were made from Tylee's account uh, to her half-brother, Colby Ryan. One payment from her was sent on October 10th with a message that read, we love you. And then the second payment was on October 16th with a heart emoji. Colby said he had not heard from Tylee since the October text. After text messaging Tylee indicating he was worried, he received responses from her cell phone indicating that she was safe but too busy to talk. After repeated, to, after repeated calls to Tylee went unanswered, Colby Ryan became more worried. Oh, God. Okay. Another factor contributing to the mystery is the well-documented obsession of Lori Vallow and Chad Daybell with certain end-of-times beliefs about which Chad Daybell has written a number of books, and together they have discussed them in podcasts. Reportedly, Vallow's niece, Melanie Boudreau, shares these beliefs, which she fucking does. Um, So I want to say, let me see if I can find it real quick. Um... So Taylor was been loaning money to her half brother allegedly, but no. That well, yeah. She was already dead by then. I was just wondering, like, if it was the other way around, because I couldn't remember. <laughs> Let me see. I need to find um, on here because okay, but so th- this isn't in the. Okay, guys. So my main source of information was the Wikipedia page because there are so many other articles that don't include certain things and Mm -hmm. this one included them all but in different sections and so it's hard but in the main meat of the article it does not talk about how Lori and charles ended their marriage oh how what what happened there so july 11th 2019 which is only like a couple months after he was like we're gonna try and make it work um charles vallow was shot dead in chandler arizona by Lori's brother alex cox who claimed self-defense this is the second time this guy has like gone after Lori's exes yeah i'm wondering how why okay Either Alex is madly in love with his sister <laughs> to kill her, you know, exes. Yeah, and he tried to kill Joseph very Ryan in, too. Like involved with like their cult, and he's like the muscle, which I, I don't, don't know. know. That's but fucking creepy. Why would you? Do- let me just tell you before we move too far past this. The next day after Charles Valley was shot dead, 
Uh, Lori Vallow notifies his sons um, from another marriage of his death via text message. Wait, so the police know by then, or was it just her saying, hey, your father's dead, sorry? <laughs> yeah, local police closed the case. I'll oh, just yeah. let me let me That's tell you insane. this, and then I'm going to tell you other okay. stuff, so just hold on. So she notifies his sons of his death via text message. She reported repeatedly dodges their questions regarding his cause of death. Which the transcripts are available online and it's fucking insane. She's like she's like, he loved you. I can't talk about it. He loved you. But um anyway, the day of that they got so that he was murdered, apparently there was an altercation in which Lori, Tylee, Alex, and Charles were all present. And um it made no fucking sense to me. Guys, this case is so convoluted. I don't fucking know. Um, but he... God. So, basically, they said that Charles was getting, like, really violent. And... Um, but, like, Tylee didn't really talk about it. And um, so, Alex Cox had no choice but to shoot him but then when Lori and Tylee went to the police station about it they were like smiling and stuff so that to me makes me wonder like did Alex Cox shoot him after they were out of the house because Tylee is not Tylee was never um on board with any of Lori's bullshit Mm -hmm. um so she the fact that she wouldn't be shaken up after she just saw her uncle shoot her stepdad dead in their like house, I don't believe that. I I mean, and like Kylie they both had their probably on like survival mode. They, but like they both was, had like their hair done and like makeup done. Yeah, and everything. but I don't know the power structure between a mother and a daughter is very unbalanced, especially when she she could have saw Charles get killed, or she could have known that Alex killed Charles. She could have, but could show no signs of trauma. It doesn't matter. If you feel like your life's in danger, and Lori and Alex is looking at you thinking, oh, is she going to run and start, you know, screaming about this? You act like exactly what they act like. Just, you don't, you don't, you never try to say, oh, no, I miss Charles. Why do you guys do that? You don't do that. If you want to survive, you survive. She's 17 years old. She's not dumb. So, yeah, I see what you're saying. I mean, I feel because she's a victim, too, especially if she was kidnapped. Obviously, she was kidnapped. So she's probably in survival mode. Um, so days after Charles Vallow's death, Lori finds out that her late husband changed the beneficiary of his million-dollar life insurance mm. policy from Lori to his sister, Kay Woodcock. Wow. Which is JJ's grandma, like biological grandma. Yeah, well, so was it him changing it just so she couldn't have it? Yeah. Just, okay, that's what, okay. So he knew something was going to happen. Yeah. That's so fucking sad. I mean, she sad. had already threatened his life. That's so sad. Um, God, okay, so let's go back. Let me go back. Um, Oh, sorry guys. This is just, there's so much. Um, okay. So we read that. Um, okay. I, God. Okay. A wedding ring was purchased on Amazon from the deceased Charles Vallow's bank account for $35.99 on October 2nd, 2019. 
17 days before Chad Daybell's first wife died. Fun. And by the way, I just want to clarify, this isn't a coincidence. This is the ring that she's pictured with when they're getting married in Kauai later. How much was it again? $35.99. She loves a deal. Yes, it is. Amazon deal. Jeff Bezos at it again. (laughs) Reptilian. Um, So, God, Lori Vallow paid for the ring on her deceased husband's Amazon account. The ring was delivered to a Rexburg townhouse and was in the name of the now deceased Charles Vallow. Lori Vallow continued to use Charles' account after his death. A storage locker rented by Lori Vallow in October of 2019, which contained items belonging to or related to her children, such as clothing, bikes, and photographs, was abandoned by her when she suddenly left Rexburg, Idaho at the end of November 2019. Video footage shows her and her brother, Alex Cox, moving items in and out of the locker. You would think they would arrest her because she's using a deceased person's uh, money, you know? Yeah, but I mean, also it was her husband. Weren't they exes by then? No, they were still they together. Were. They oh, were still because okay. remember he 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 withdrew the petition for a divorce. Yikes! So and they had a joint bank account. So who knows? Yikes! Um, I want to clarify because it didn't put on there. Let me see. Uh, God. Where is it? Okay, so September of 2019 is when Lori, Tylee, and JJ moved to Rexburg, Idaho to be with Chad. So that's before Tammy dies. They move there. And then she buys a ring from her late husband's account Mm -hmm. before Tammy's even dead. So Chad's still married to his alive and well and not knowing wife. Like... Tammy, 28 years. Yeah. Faithful marriage, I'm guessing. <laughs> and yeah, how did she die? How did she pass? Girl, I'll get into it. Okay. So, um, let me see, let me see, let me see. I want to make sure that it puts on here. Okay, no, it doesn't. So I'm going to go ahead and put, sorry, take this from a different section. Good Lord, I'm sorry. This is so confusing. <laughs> October 2nd, 2019, which is the same day that this bitch buys the fucking ring, okay? Same Mm -hmm. fucking day. Brandon Boudreaux, which is her niece, which is Lori's niece, Melanie's husband, but they're like going through it and getting divorced, um, is the target of a failed drive-by shooting in Gilbert, Arizona by someone driving a green Jeep Cherokee that was registered to Charles Vallow. So she's not only using his money, but she's using his car to try and kill someone for her fucking niece. That's so weird. And I will say it it all is stated that Alex was Alex Cox was yeah. the one who shot out of it. I would have definitely suspect that. So I mean, he's killing his uh, his sisters, why not, you know, do his nieces too? Yeah. So wonder why they're killing him though. Like well, that's for us to talk about insurance later. Fraud. So 7 days after that, Tammy Daybell reported on Facebook, it's like for her those who lived in her community to be aware. Mhm and to the police that she was shot at in her driveway by a masked man with what she at the time 
believed was a defective paintball marker, like a paintball gun. She thought it was a paint. She thought she's like, man, these fucking teenagers. Yeah. That's what her post was on Facebook. Aww. She was she was just like, you guys watch out. There are these teenagers and stuff. That's what she thought. Poor Tammy. The Fremont County Sheriff's Office did not find the perpetrator. Ten days later, on October 19th, 2019, she was found dead in her home, supposedly from natural causes. What was these natural causes? Chad Daybell claimed that he had that she had retired the night before with a terrible cough and died in her sleep. No post-mortem, which can I say, hindsight is 2020 because this was October 9th, 2019. If if they played their cards right, it could have been like Rona. They could have blamed it on that, but they didn't fucking make it. Who knew it that, that we would have had coronavirus? True. Or be in a pandemic. Because terrible cough and die in her sleep. I mean, honestly, that's believable in yeah. these days. But they didn't do an autopsy. I guess he. So no port, no post mortem or autopsy was performed at the time, as Chad declined, and the county coroner did not overrule his decision. Two months later, Tammy Daybell's body was exhumed and autopsied, but the results have not been made public. Mm. Well, so, how, how long ago? Two days after that? What? You said two days. Two months. Two months. So that was after everything you know went down, right? Yes. Okay. Well, that's when people are starting to figure out because October, Suspicions. November, December. That's okay. when that's when people in Rexburg are realizing that these kids have not been seen for two months. Yeah. It didn't get like national and global coverage until like January. Um, Valo, oops. Sorry. Towards the end of his own life, Alex Cox used the surname Pastinez, I think is how it's pronounced, having apparently legally adopted the surname of his fiancée, Zulema Pastinez, whom he married in Las Vegas on November 29th, 2019, which was 13 days before he died. She had no idea what she was getting into. No, she did. She did? Yeah, she was in on it. Oh my God, Um, But that's what I was saying earlier when I said that they were married for 13 days and you were like, I don't blame her, she would get out. No, it ended because he fucking died. He died. He died. What? He died 13 days after they got married. Roughly, so let's see, he decided Did he Lord died. Lord kill him? He Too died. Much of <laughs> he died on December 12, 2019, and it was accordingly uh, due to blood clots and high blood pressure, which, yeah. <laughs> Probably a lot of strength um, from killing everybody. But coincidentally, he died one day after the exhumation of, um, I don't know if I pronounced that right, but it's fine, of Tammy Daybell's remains before he could be questioned by the police. So did he actually die of blood clots? I don't know. Are they going to have to, uh, did they do an autopsy? Not that I know of. Mm-hmm. Um Valo and Daybell were married in Hawaii on November 5th, 2019, two weeks after the death of Tammy Daybell. It's crazy that she had her wedding ring longer than, than, God, God, that pisses me off. Just that she had the ring before Tammy was even dead. Like they already had planned so much. Yeah, they probably um, planned this out maybe after she, right after she got there <laughs> in Chad Daybell's arms. God. By the way, um, we have since, and it doesn't say this on here, mm-hmm. 
you can pretty much figure out that both children were killed sometime in September. Yeah. Which means that yeah. that would have been before Tammy was dead. And they the kids were buried on her property. So I'm thinking, what if she figured something out? Yeah. She was a good, she was a wonderful woman. And I'm pretty sure were she those, was a teacher. Were those five kids of, of theirs, Chad and Tammy, still in the house? Or were they They were up? older, I'm okay. pretty sure. Because they were married 20, for 28 yeah. years. So I'm Lucky pretty sure them. that they were out of the house. Lucky them. Yeah. God. So, let's see, let's see, let's see. Um, in November, they both... Valo and Daybell both told people that Tylee died in 2017 and or that Lori had no minor children. At the request of JJ's grandmother, Kay Woodcock, the police visited Lori Daybell's Rexburg, Idaho townhouse on November 26 to conduct a welfare check on JJ. But mm-hmm. Valo told pol- police that JJ was in Arizona with family. That night, a neighbor saw Lori Vallow and Daybell and her brother packing a truck outside of her home. When the police and the Federal Bureau of Investigation arrived the next day to search the home, it was abandoned. Chad Daybell's home was also searched by investigators. The day after being questioned, Vallow and Daybell left Rexburg, abandoning a storage locker full of children's items and photos, and were not seen again until they were later found in Kauai, Hawaii, on Sunday, January 26, 2020. So that's when this case got huge coverage because mm-hmm. they were like, we fucking found them and where are the kids still? Yeah. Um, a search warrant was issued to, their, to search their rental car. They found items belonging to the missing children. Police also gave Vallo a court order demanding she produce the children by January 30th. The children were not produced as ordered. So they were basically like, listen, bring the, bring the kids to the police station so we can, we can assess that they're alive and well, and we'll leave you alone. And she was like, I don't know. I can't do it. Yeah, she can't. <laughs> so Jeez. from December 2019 to January 2020, the Rexburg Police, Fremont County Sheriff's Office, and the FBI increased the investigation to the disappearance of the two children, as well as Tammy Daybell's death and the flight of Chad and Lori Daybell from Idaho. Evidence was collected and Tammy Daybell's body was exhumed for autopsy. Colby Ryan and JJ Vallow's grandparents pleaded with the Daybells to return the children with the latter offer with the latter offering a re- reward of $20,000. Investigators contended that JJ and Tylee's lives are in danger and that the children are not with Chad and Lori. Lori knows where they are and what has happened to them, but has completely refused to assist this investigation, choosing instead to leave the state with her new husband. Through their lawyer, the Daybells said, Chad Daybell was a loving husband and has the support of his children in this matter. Lori Daybell is a devoted mother and resents the assertions to the contrary. We look forward to addressing the allegation once they have moved beyond speculation and rumor. But they found the kids. We're not there yet, but I just didn't know if you wanted to say anything. I mean, I just, it's, of course they would say they didn't do anything. Her parents, her, her mom and her sister were like, she's such a good mom. She would never hurt them. And then her bitch ass niece, Melanie, and her new husband, Ian, were on, and this is all, I'll probably link this on the website. Um, they were in an interview and I watched the whole damn thing and she 
oh my god she was like yeah i know for a fact that they're fine my aunt would never do anything to hurt them and she was like no i don't know where they are but i have no doubt that they're alive and well and i'm like where are you now melanie i do you think because Lori, Lori and Chad are obviously uh, very good at manipulating people. Do you think? Well, yeah. If you had like a brother or sister that you were you grew up with, close with, and ever everything, and then all of a sudden, in a couple years, you know, after you guys, you know, li- not don't live together anymore, whatever. Like you start hearing all these rumors, like, oh, your sister killed the, her kid. Would you even believe that? Like, no, of course my fucking sister wouldn't do something like that. I don't know. I don't have any siblings. I know. That's why I was like, that's not going to work for Chloe. But also, but... Let's, let's also realize, though, uh, that this is her aunt. This isn't her sister. I mean, they're, they're good. I mean, Brandon is not around anymore. So no, Brandon must... didn't die. There oh, was an attempt made on I mean, his life, yeah. but he's alive. They must have been So thank God he's got their kids. I just think, I just hope for their sake. If they don't come out after everything has been figured out now, like, if they don't come out until, like, you know, whatever, they probably just say, fuck, I'm not going to talk anymore. Lori and Chad did some crazy shit, and I'm just going to go back to my, you know, life and try to block their trauma or whatever they fucking did. Out I just head. think because of how intertwined Lori, Alex, and Melanie were, and how they all, yeah. all three conspired to that. get new significant others. <laughs> and they all three got married in November of 2019. It is wild. All three of I them. Just, I, just I think that they knew. I know. I mean, that's possible. Alex Cox for sure knew because he for sure fucking helped. Oh, of course. Melanie <laughs> at least knew. She at least mm-hmm. knew. There's no way. So let, let me go ahead and get into... Um, What I'm going to do now is I'm going to get into a little bit more about what's happened so far since she's been arrested and stuff and since he's been arrested and then since they found the bodies. I'm going to go through that timeline a little bit. And then after that, I'm going to redo the timeline in a more concise manner so we can remember the full (laughs) order of everything so that we can actually make some theories. Oh, there is no theories. <laughs> guilty is all guilty. No, 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 no. I mean, theories about who was killed when and why, oh. what the motive was and who did it and stuff oh, like that. Okay. No, not. Did Lori and Chad do it? Yeah, they fucking did it. Anyway. Okay. On February 20th, 2020, Lori Vallow was arrested by the Kauai Police Department in Princeville, Hawaii, and charged with two felony counts of desertion and non-support of dependent children by prosecutors in Madison County, Idaho. She was also charged with three misdemeanors, resisting or obstructing officers, criminal solicitation to commit a crime, and contempt of court. She was being held on a $5 million bail. She later agreed to be extradited back to Idaho to fight the charges. The judge lowered her bail from $5 million to $1 million. On May 1st, 2020, Lori Lori appeared for a court hearing in Rexburg to request a reduction of the $1 million bail, and the judge denied her request. Can I just say, too, that she... Her the bond reduction that she filed for was absolutely ridiculous. So her bail was a million dollars, and I can't remember the exact number, but 
it she wanted it to be reduced to like ten thousand or five thousand not even like five hundred thousand not even half like literally one million yeah. and they can't pay that how about five thousand or I ten thousand no you can't go from one million to ten to five thousand it's weird because like I nobody's don't, gonna say yes yeah i mean it's weird because i know like one million you only for a certain um percentage you only have to do like a percentage of mm-hmm. the bail to get yourself out yeah but even 10 so, percent of that is fucking a hundred thousand dollars it is a lot but I mean, just thinking, if she wants it all the way down to ten thousand, like ten or much, five. It was ten or five. How much do they have? Like, how? What were they doing that they just lost all this money that they can't even get bail? I don't. Where's know. Uh, Melanie? Like, why well, is she posting? No, no, bail no. Part of it. Something. Part of it was that no bondsman would would loan her money. You know how that oh, works. Okay. Nobody would do it because they were like. I know about oh, wow, you. Wow, that's good. So that's partly why they couldn't make bail was ethics, because ethics in the bonds uh, business. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, yeah and you she's don't see that. <laughs> some lawyers are refusing to work with her. That's like it's good. so good. I'm like yes. You'd think that a lawyer there's going to be a slimy lawyer that wants to you know get publicity and make his, make his, uh, make his name. You know. Mm-hmm. So there will be a lawyer. Obviously. Yeah. It's gonna no, be she does have lawyers grimy. and stuff, but she's. It says here at least two local bond companies were reportedly unwilling to work with her. I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. They're like, listen, we help criminals get out all the time, but like, you are something else. We can't do that. So, well, in a March 24th, 2020 report, official court documents had noted, God, this is where it's going to go bonkers for you. Noted that Lori and Chad Daybell had reportedly become convinced that Tylee and JJ had been possessed and become zombies. I remember this. So I'm going to elaborate a little bit on this because this is not elaborated on here. Basically, Chad and Lori both agreed that there are light beings and there are dark beings. And you get a score and they agreed that both Tylee and JJ were dark beings. And when you become so much of a dark being, the devil is put, you become basically a zombie in that your soul is no longer there, but mm-hmm. there's like a demon in your body controlling it. So like your body's still fine and alive, but like you're not in charge. And yeah. the only way to release that spirit into the nether is to kill that person. Ugh. Do you think they had like a mental break? Or do you well, think obviously. Was, maybe like to the point where you would see your own children and like want to kill them. Like it's just so. I think it's partly that, but I think it's so partly strange. that she was inconvenienced because she. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. She wanted to go to Hawaii and have her. She honeymoon. wanted to marry Chad <laughs> Daybell. God, like okay, I can see. Okay, she's been married since she's what nineteen eighteen. Yeah, she probably never well, had. But yeah, she's been married uh, over and over again since she was nineteen. So she's never had. Oh, he like, said nineteen, eighteen, like or nineteen or eighteen. Yeah, yeah. I thought he said nineteen eighty. I was like, yeah. no, she was seven. <laughs> I was like, she is seven, but. <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah, I just think maybe like she just got. Not a normal person's mindset, because if it was a normal person's mindset, they would just give their kids to their grandparents and just go off with their new husband. Or Larry and Kay Woodcock would have loved to have JJ. Of course, of course. So it's just like, and like a crazy, you know, mentally ill person's mindset. 
they became zombies. We have to get rid of them right before our honeymoon starts. Yeah. So, like, it's so wild that this is the course it went. And I'm just like, <laughs> it's just sad. Everything and about this is really sad. The only reason that we know about the, um, that they believe that they were possessed in zombies is because of one of Melanie's husbands, but I believe it was Ian, her new one, was like, she was telling him, whichever husband it was, but I'm pretty yeah. sure it was Ian. She was telling the husband about like their beliefs and stuff, and he was like writing them down, and he was like, what the fuck? And I think he like turned them into the police, but then later said that he like actually agreed with them or something, but not not to certain things, but he was just like, no, they're not crazy. But like he yeah. was initially writing this stuff down and like writing in his journal, like what the fuck? Man, but think then about he's being still married Ian. her. So. But think about being Ian after everything comes out. Like, how much guilt are you gonna feel? <laughs> like that is insane. I mean, he knew what was going on, guaranteed they were married in November of 2019. Do you you suspect that he knew that they killed their, you know, kids? I suspect that just about everybody involved... Here's who I think know. Alex, Melanie, Ian I don't think would know all of it, but I think he knows the majority of it, and Mm. probably by now he knows all of it. Obviously, Chad, and then um, I think maybe Tammy was starting to figure some shit out because if they were already, if Lori and Tylee and JJ were already moving there and obviously if Lori's already buying a wedding ring, she's going to see some body language from Chad that he's not interested in her anymore. And probably been not interested in her kids, for a while. Yeah. Those kids were yeah. buried on her property before she died. Ugh. We don't, I want to clarify, we don't know for sure when they were buried there. Mm -hmm. That has not been released, to my knowledge at least. But from the timeline, and she died mid to late October. She she died October 19th. And if they were missing from, so Tylee was missing from September 8th or 9th. And then JJ was missing from September 23rd. I'm going to guess that they were gone. Yeah. And already buried there. I think once, like, after uh, they were last seen together after that, they should, they were already about to be t- killed. I so. think maybe Tammy was either starting to figure something else, something out, or maybe she's getting too close to it or something, or yeah. too close to figuring out. But I don't think she was in on it. Who I think is in on it, obviously Lori, Chad, and I think Alex for sure, and I think Melanie... I don't think Melanie helped, but I think she for sure knew. She got benefits from it. Yeah, there you go. Well, this but, is all sad. Yeah, <laughs> well, there's, there's, sad? there's more. So <laughs> on June 9th, 2020, police executed a search warrant at Chade, Chad, Chad, Chad J. Bell's Salem, Madison County, fuck, <laughs> Salem, Madison County, Idaho home. And they discovered human remains. Daybell was booked into a jail later that day on charges of, of obstruction or concealment of evidence. The next day, the Woodcock and Ryan families confirmed that the human remains found on Daybell's property were that of Tylee and JJ. Now, did they say how they found it? Are they not releasing that information? They... They didn't, like, how they knew like, where to they, look. Yeah, were they, like, buried in, like, the backyard or the garden yeah, or something? Yeah, they were. So, basically, Chad lived on kind of, a, I would say, 
a small farm property, like not as big as the properties out here in Indiana, but like, um, he had a pretty sizable piece of land okay. and, um, yeah, he, I'll include pictures on the website so you guys can see what I'm talking about, but basically the house is right here and then he's got this huge block of land and they were found over here kind of close to a fire pit. And I believe Tylee's remains were found charred. So one of them, but not both of them. Jesus. So they probably thought, oh, we can like, you know, burn them to death. So yeah. Not, not burn them to death. No, no, like no. Burn, burn their, their remains. remains. So there's no evidence. But they thought, oh, yeah, the fire needs to be a lot hotter than this. Yeah, to burn it, which we talked about with the Sada <laughs> oh, yeah. family. Oh, exactly. So, um, oh, but yeah, neighbors man. have since come out putting things, putting two and two together. Neighbors have since come out and been like, um, yeah, now that I think about it, they had bonfires there that were, like, way bigger than normal back in the fall. God. So, um, on June 13th, the Rexburg Police Department officially announced that the remains were that of the children. So, three days before police confirmed it, the families confirmed it. So, for those three days, we were all like, yeah. is it true? Is it true? And um, the same day, Chad's bail was set at $1 million. Since the children were found, they are no longer considered missing, and the investigation is more focused on the cause of and motive for the children's death. On July 2nd, prosecutors dropped two charges against Lori Daybell, two felony counts of desertion and non-support of dependent children, and instead charged her with the obstruction or concealment of evidence after her children's human remains were found. So basically, they couldn't charge her for desertion because the kids were already fucking dead at that yeah. point. So they were like, all right, well, we'll just, we'll just finagle that a little bit. On July 17th, 2020, in light of two felony counts against Lori Daybell being dropped, her bond was lowered by the magistrate Judge Michelle Mallard in Madison County. Judge Mallard decided to decrease the bond to $50,000 on each charge totaling one, or sorry, $150,000, but noted Daybell would still need to post $1 million in neighboring Fremont County to get out of jail. All female inmates from both jurisdictions are housed in Madison County as Fremont County does not have a detention facility for women. Ooh, you know she's getting beat the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> she, they're both going to get beat the absolute fuck out of in jail, which is Oh my is god, good. they probably have to be like uh, quarantined or whatever. Mm -hmm. Well, they probably are Solitary. quarantined because of um, the prof high yeah. profile case. That and also Corona. Like, I don't think anybody's allowed out right now in prison or whatever. In addition to the bond reduction, a jury trial for the Madison County charges against Lori Vallow was set for January 25th to 29th of 2021. Oh, my bad. I thought it said July earlier. So, so uh, January of next year, not this time next year. Okay. So, so it's closer. So let me... Just run through quickly um, the official timeline real quick. It won't take me that long. Okay. But I just want, now that we know the, the larger details of things, uh -huh. I want us to go through. Let me first tell you, as a side note for that, I'm going to tell you the order and success rates of their murder attempts. Oh, okay. That's so Joseph Ryan Jr. dies in 2018. And then Charles Vallow dies in 2019. Then, uh, then they try to kill Brandon Boudreaux. He doesn't die. Then they kill Tammy Daybell. 
2019. And then Alex Cox dies in 2019. When did the kids And then the, uh, sorry. Okay, I messed it up. So Joseph Ryan dies in 2017. Charles Vallow, or 2018. Charles Vallow dies in 2019. Then they try to kill Brandon in 2019. It doesn't happen. Then they try to kill Tammy Daybell in 2019. It works. Then they kill uh, Tylee. Then they kill JJ. And then they kill Alex. I thought the kids were killed before Tammy. Um, or is it because... Oh, that's, yeah, that's you're right. You're right. You're that. right. Okay. Well, we don't... Okay, we so don't we don't actually that. know for okay. sure. They could have kept them for a while. But, yeah, you're right. I made this before I realized that I thought that. Oh, my God. Okay, so Joseph, Charles, <laughs> Brandon... Tylee, JJ, Tammy, Alex, but Brandon did not die. Okay. God. So see, that's what I'm saying. This is like, so it's a lot. I mean, it's a lot. And I'm not going to say that they killed Joseph, but the fact that they were already violent towards him makes me think. Surprise. It wouldn't be surprising. And it's such a short period of like when he died and like the last person died. So it's only like a year. Yeah. So I also, let's just, the beginning of it all. Can we consider Tylee's feelings during all of this because she moves back and forth several times and moves away from her friends, moves away from her siblings, and her father dies. Then Lori takes them to fucking Rexburg, starts getting involved with Chad Daybell, and then they kill her. Oh, and in the middle of all that, she sees her stepdad get murdered. Yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah. I could definitely see her just like trying to survive like i don't know how much jj would have uh, comprehended because a he was seven and b he was on the spectrum Mm. um yeah well what are your what are your theories because i got one (laughs) not theories but like um you know what do you think is going to happen basically god i just wish we knew more but um I think that Lori Vallow um, is very much not sure of who she is on her own. And I think she uh, adopts the views of whoever she's trying to be with. Mm. Because she was all on board for JJ. And then as soon as she was like getting interested into Chad, all of that went away. Yeah. And now that she's with Chad, she doesn't care about anything else. So I think she's very... So I wonder if there was any trauma that happened with her father because I don't know anything about him. He's not been in we'll interviews learn about or anything. about it in court, I bet. Um, but she... I just think she does anything for what she perceives as love. And I think Alex Cox and she must have been very close. Must have. I don't know why she was so close to Melanie. That's kind of weird to me. But, like, obviously not as close with Melanie's parent that is Lori's sibling. I don't know if it's her uh, mother or father. I don't remember. But I just... Oh my god. I don't really know. I think... I think that she was determined that anybody who knows anything is going to die. And I think that Tammy figured stuff out or was about to figure stuff out or maybe threatened Chad. Like, I know what you're planning or I know... I know what you're doing in the backyard. Like I'm going to tell the police or something Mm -hmm. like that. 
Or maybe she genuinely had no idea and they just killed her because she was in the way. Who do you think from Chad and Lori, like who do you think had more of a... Uh, Control? Yeah. Because this is going to be a big piece of like the court case. I, I believe this is going to be like the defining... I think beliefs-wise, Chad. Murder plot-wise, mm-hmm. Lori. Because I think Chad put these beliefs into her head of the light and dark beings. And then I think Lori's like, well, we have to kill them. And he's like, yeah, I guess we do. That's what I think. Yeah. So you think uh, Chad was more of a manipulator to Lori? And like the people around Lori and her family. To some extent. But was I think, like affected. But I think that Lori was really fucking gung-ho about killing people. I don't think that there was any hesitation I mean, she already told Charles Valor that she didn't give a fuck about anybody. God, yeah. So. Well, if you're done, I am going to share what I think is going to happen. What you think is going to happen or what you think? Going to happen with the court court case. case. Yeah, yeah. I honestly think, do they have the same lawyers? No. That's. That helps me a lot because I personally believe I think they Chad, did initially for a little bit and then Ch- Chad, I believe, changed lawyers. He's going to turn on Chad. Me. Chad is very smart because oh, he's yeah. definitely going to be pointing fingers at Miss Lori. Well, and he knows from, I mean, if you just look at them, period, Chad is way more stable than Lori. Even just if you look at their relationship. <laughs> I mean, look at his, uh, his views. I, I wouldn't say he's actually stable. Well, I mean, stable as in, like, relationship-wise. I yeah. mean, he stayed with Tammy for 28 years. You know Lori's longest of... marriage was 30, 13 years, and it ended in death. Yeah, that type of bias is really going to help him out, I think. And Lori they're gonna has make a trail Lori, of They're going to make Lori, like, the seductress that came to whatever he, Chad was, ruined his marriage, ruin his life and he's just gonna be like i was completely manipulated by this woman she took me on a trip where i did not want to go she made me kill my wife she made me you know help murder or cover up a murder between the children and like he's gonna throw her under the bus and the media is going to love that she's gonna get the death penalty He's gonna Let's, get. He's let gonna me get look life. up if that's even. Oh yeah, that's definitely gonna happen. No, but I don't even know if they have that in Idaho. Yeah, that's that's good, because she's gonna get the bigger sentence. Trust me on that. And then Chad's gonna get. Uh, he's gonna get a good sentence, but he's definitely not gonna, you know, get a death penalty if they have it. That's why they don't have the same lawyers. They're gonna they're gonna flip on each other so hard. But Lori is a beautiful woman, and she's penalty. going to. Yep. And Lori is definitely going to be the one. Because, you know, it's, it's all about the mother. The sucks mother. to yeah. some extent. I mean, do I believe she has way more to do with it than he does? Absolutely. I think they're both to blame for Well, yeah, that. they're both yeah. to blame. But she, as far as, if we're talking about the, the biggest crime, which is murder. I mean, you can't. Yeah. Well, anyway, she has, she has one two three four five six attempted murders and five total murders on her side well we don't know that yet well we don't know for sure that she killed joseph or alex but she i'm saying she's got six one two three four five six six Mm -hmm. people that were close to her close to death and five of those that actually successfully passed and Chad only has one. Well, we honestly can't say that 
I, I can say that they both, I would pair them as a, as a partner. Because if Lori had gone off and like was obsessed with like some yogi in like California and that was like her main guy, she didn't ever get in, you know, mm-hmm. wasn't that obsessed over Chad. She got obsessed over some other guy that was like peace of love and like let's mm-hmm. just move our bodies with the wind. <laughs> I don't think her, I don't think she would have probably had no, and I know, but I'm saying, but the but the duel, you know, the whatever, whenever they two came together was when 19, well not 19, but 2018, was 20, when, yeah, was when start people around when they her started, started dying. Yeah, <laughs> so so what, what I that's what I think. Well, but, no, I agree, yeah. I agree completely. But what I'm saying is, even though she has more dead people on her side. So I think that that's going to make I think that's going to make it easier oh, for yeah. him to pin everything of on her. Of course, he's in a good position. But like, this kind of sucks though because like I think not that this she not that she shouldn't get the brunt of of everything. <laughs> they should both get But they it. should both get it. Definitely. But Definitely. I do believe that her charges should most likely be more. Yeah. But it sucks because that's the strategy he's going to have to go with. So that might inhibit us from ever actually getting the, the full the, yeah. 100% truth. Unless they both get the same penalty, they're we're going never to. going to. I know. But I, no and also, I just wanted to clarify, I don't believe death penalty is, is a thing we should ever have in America. I do not believe in it. I think our our prison system, our justice system here is like it, oh, completely horrible and it's not for rehabilitation. It's no, just for, not at all. And it's I mean it's privatized uh, prison, so it's all money, money, money. Let's get as many people in these prisons as possible so we can make money off of them. That's what it is. But I just I don't know what I think about the death penalty, but I do know that I think it's a coward's way out because they don't have to think about what they did. I mean, like, I want her to think. I want her to see her children's faces and her dreams. I mean, I th- they don't they don't get pill like they don't get the death penalty and then immediately. Execute. No, I know, but so I the but torture like, of it is never knowing when it's going to happen for you. To some extent, but Chris, like Chris Watts, he was possibly going to get the death penalty. I think oh, I, I might be that making asshole. that up. I remember watching those like, videos of like him running around his house. My my whole thing with that was I want him to fucking think about it every fucking day for the rest of his life. I want him to rot thinking about yeah. that. So I don't really know, but I definitely believe that they deserve everything that they, they get. They deserve the biggest sentence that they can possibly get, and I don't. I just. Eh, I just think there's a lot of people. I mean, I just think about um, these kids. You know, I think there's a lot of people that are falsely accused of a lot of crimes. And unfortunately, some of them are given a death sentence. And that is like really fucked up. But that's like another, that's another subject. Yeah. But I feel like Lori is definitely going to get more, you know, more punishment. Yeah, because... because It's it's a good, it's a winning strategy. And Chad's like, I don't want to, you know, die. It's a winning strategy, so, and it's very believable. Yeah. But I, yeah. God, like, Tylee and JJ, like, just, let's just think about that for a second. Like, that's just so fucking sad. Like, it literally is. the one, they both, they're quote-unquote father figures, like her actual father, and then her stepdad, and then his yeah. adopted father were both killed or passed. And then, so they were left with one maternal figure who is supposed to protect them, and she fucking killed them. 
regardless of who actually did the yeah. last breath, like took the last breath, there. she killed them. It was her there, responsibility was her to protect kids. them. Yeah, these are her kids. That's the that's the she biggest. She signed up betrayal. to take care yeah. of them. Yeah, that's the biggest portrayal is your mother mm -hmm. killing you. <laughs> I just hope it was painless. I just hope it was quick. They didn't see it coming. That's all I hope. I mean, that's like. Honest to God, I think it's that possible so that JJ may not have even known that he was about to get killed, even <sighs> even if it wasn't yeah. painless or quick. But J Tylee, no matter how quick and painless it was, she knew she was going to die. I mean, probably before. I, mean, I don't want to think about it too I don't much. know how long <laughs> she would have known, but she's 17 years old. She, she knew. Saw she had to have known. She saw a lot of people around her got murdered and mm -hmm. suspicious, suspiciously. I just... Yeah. I hope there was no uh, torture involved. Like, Me too. Just if any mentally, physically. I don't think there was time for that with how, uh, like, just to ease your mind a little bit. I know. I don't think that they had enough time for that because of how quickly things moved along. Like only I don't two years. There's only like, what? Really? Yeah. Not even that, probably. What? Not even two years of when, like, the first person died. and Yeah. It all just, the timeline. But I mean, since Tylee and JJ were missing in September... And then they were likely killed. We don't know for sure, but they were likely killed in a September or early October. So yeah. I don't think that they were alive long enough to be tortured. That's a really sad story. Well, guys. It's crazy. We'll, <laughs> when, when more stuff happens with the trials, we'll probably give updates at the beginning of episodes in yeah. January and stuff. So... Sorry that this case is all over the place, but blame Lori no, and Chad. I, th I think it was. I think you did it pretty well. I tried so hard. There, was, I'm gonna link so many videos and stuff yeah. of of people who probably do a better job, but and who I learned uh, about the details of the case from. Mm. Um, it's just so hard to get everything right. Especially when this is so fresh. Like, there's hasn't been, like, so one fresh. concrete source who's like, this is how it started, and this is how it ended. So Yeah, and there's so many things that we don't know. We don't yeah. know who were killed, or who was murdered, and who it was a coincidence, or if there even is such thing as a coincidence in this case. Yeah, we have, like, no, like, like background. We have like nothing everything. to they go off like, of. Lori and Chad have not started to, like, spill any of their, No, you know, and they... It probably yeah. will be fun. It's going to be fun. I think a lot of starts. what they claim to be truth is going to be lies to throw each other under the bus, which is going to be so annoying. Yeah, then we won't So hear, hopefully like, the, the jury real... sees through that, which, by the way, that's another thing. It's going to be hard to find an impartial jury in oh, this yeah, case. Oh, yeah, especially with how much publicity <laughs> yeah. it's gotten. Yeah, it is not going to be impartial. And that's how those, these two assholes are going to start pitting each other, pitting everything on, putting everything on the other person. Oh, I yeah. Speak. But yeah. So, guys, that's the case. Um, Masada probably has something paranormal next week. We're not sure um, what. But... I have no idea. I have, I have no idea. Yeah. Well, that'll be fun. I'll let you know if you're in the uh, discourse uh, chat. Discord. Discord. Did, mm. did. <laughs> but anyway, guys, you know. thanks for listening. Like I said, there's a diagram and sources and all yeah. kinds of resources about this case on the website. TwoWayMirrorPod.com, T-W-O-M-I-R-R-O, nope, that's not it, <laughs> T-W-O-W-A-Y-M-I-R-R-O-R-P-O-D.com, so check it out, and God, I'm sorry that this case is fucking insane, <laughs> and 
You guys should watch a nice video before, mm -hmm. before moving on with your day just to get your mind out of this funk from this case. Yeah, start watching some cat videos. Yeah, just something. Nice. It's, God, this case is so gut-wrenching. So hopefully yeah. more more fun and interesting things next week that are not so sad. It's a lighthearted light one Give next week. Give us some week. aliens. Yeah. Let me freak out over that. Oh, I think I'm going to so, get some cryptids. Ooh, cryptids. Yeah. The rake. I love the rake. All right, guys, we'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.